You're now listening to the Tax Smart REI podcast. Your source for all things real estate, accounting, and tax. Here we reveal our secrets that can save you thousands in taxes, streamline your accounting process, and help grow your business. Stay tuned to hear insightful interviews with industry experts, successful real estate investors, and current clients on what strategies they use to grow their business and how they steer clear of Uncle Sam. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning into the Tax Smart RAI podcast. In this episode, we're joined with Rod Cleef. He's going to talk a little about his story, mindset, how to be successful if you're going to be investing in real estate or really, you know, you can apply these concepts pretty much anywhere. And then a little bit towards the end of the episode, we will be talking about what's going on in the current market. This is being recorded in June 2022 and what you may need to do to prepare for what is coming. So before we dive right into that, we have a quick word from our uh, our sponsor, Landlord Studio. If you're a do-it-yourself landlord managing rental properties, Landlord Studio is made for you. The software helps landlords simplify income and expense tracking. With their easy-to-use app, you can digitize receipts, record income and expenses in real time, generate reports, and even manage leases and tenants. Plus, Landlord Studio makes late rental payments and bank visits a problem of the past with secure online rent collection. Get the rent paid directly to your bank account, and you can even automate rent reminder emails and late payment fees. Landlord Studio is also the best way to stay tax compliant. They offer a range of financial reports, including Schedule E and supplier expense reports designed for tax time. You can learn more about Landlord Studio and start your 14-day free trial at landlordstudio.com CPA and use the coupon code realestatecpa at checkout to get 25% off your plan. Again, that's landlordstudio.com CPA and use the code realestatecpa to get 25% off your plan today. And we're back. So, Rod, you know, thanks for coming back on the show. Um, you know, could you just tell our listeners a little bit about your story and kind of uh, sure. your journey? Sure, sure, you bet. Uh, and I think it'll if I I'll go back a little ways cuz I think it'll tie into what we're, we you know, we intend to talk about on this show, uh, which includes some mindset, but also includes the state of the, the current economy and what's happening out there. So, you know, I immigrated to this country. I'm an immigrant. I immigrated to this country when I was six years old with my brother, Albert, my mother's Vancha. I was uh, born in the Netherlands, you know, Holland, wooden shoes, windmills. And we ended up in Denver, Colorado. And we really struggled initially. In fact, you know, I remember eating expired food. We used to shop at an expired food store and drank powdered milk with our cereal in the morning, which was cheaper than real milk. And, you know, wore clothes from the Goodwill and the Salvation Army all the way through junior high school till I finally had enough and lied about my age at Burger King and got a job there flipping burgers so I could buy my own clothes. And I'm sure you have people that had it harder than we did, but I knew I wanted more. And luckily, my mom had an incredible work ethic. So she babysat kids so we'd have enough money to eat. And with her babysitting money, she was a bit of an entrepreneur. So she invested in the stock market successfully in IPOs, and she also invested in real estate. This is with babysitting money. And she, we always had a house full of kids. But uh, the house across the street, she bought when I was about 14 for about $30,000. And when I was 17, she told me she'd made $20,000 in her sleep. And I said, what? You made $20,000 and you didn't do anything? Forget college. I'm getting into real estate, mom. And so I got my real estate broker's license right when I turned 18, I, I, uh, which you could do back then with education. I wasn't just an agent. I was a broker. And now they got smart. You need some experience to be a broker and have your own office. But I did it. But anyway, in my first year in real estate, I made about $8,000. This is 1978. My second year, maybe $10,000. But my third year, I made over $100,000. 
So what happened between your two and your three that caused me to 10X my income? Well, what happened was I met a guy, I was actually dating his daughter, that taught me about the importance of mindset and psychology, how really 80 to 90% of your success in anything is your mindset and your psychology. Only 10 to 20% is the mechanical stuff that we talk about on our podcast, Thomas. It's it's really the do and it's the keep doing and it's the getting back up when you get your butt kicked and your nose bloody. And so, you know, fast forward to today, I've owned over 2,000 houses that I've rented long-term. I've built 27 businesses. I don't call them failures when they fail. I call them seminars because they're a learning experience. And several of my businesses were worth tens of millions of dollars. Most were <laughs> spectacular, flaming seminars. But, uh, you know, we fail our way to success. That's the truth of it. And, you know, in 2006, my, in fact, let me say something about that failure. You know, I met the billionaire owner of Spanx, Sarah Blakely, you know, the women's undergarments that hold everything together. And she started with $5,000 and now I think she just sold her for several billion to a private equity fund. But I met her at her mastermind and she told me that her dad used to ask her and her brother once a week, what have you failed at this week? And I thought, what a great freaking question to ask your kids so they don't fear failure. But anyway, fast forward fast forward to now, uh, like I said, I've owned uh, all that stuff and, and I've owned several thousand apartment units now. In 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept. And you might be like, wow. And I was like, wow. And, you know, anybody that holds still long enough heard about it. And I got a head so big with my ego that I could barely fit it through a door. I thought I was a real estate god. And, you know, when that happens, God of the universe will give you a nice little smack. Well, that was 2008. I lost everything. I lost $50 million in 2008 conservatively. And so what I'm known for talking about on my podcast, which is called Lifetime Cash Flow Through Real Estate Investing, which I'm blessed to say we just broke 13 million downloads. I'm really proud of that. But nice. anyway, what I'm known for talking about on my show is the mindset it took to have 50 million to lose in the first place. And then the mindset it took to get back to the success that I'm blessed to have today. And, and so, you know, would love to drill down on that with you a little bit, you know, before we get into the market conditions, if you like, Thomas. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, uh, let's, let's dive into that a little bit. All right. All right. So, you know, what I'm asked very often is, you know, how did you recover from losing $50 million? And so, Really, what it was was reassociating with what I wanted and why I wanted it. And so, you know, if you come to one of my boot camps, and let me just mention, I've got one coming up. I don't know when this will air, but the end of July in Denver, it's a live three day boot camp. And I'll tell you how, you know, if you listen up a little later, I'll tell you how you can come for $197. It's not a big sales pitch, it's just me training you about real estate for three days. And so it's kind of a no-brainer. And it comes with a couple of awesome bonuses that are worth 10 times the 197 anyway. But what you'll find out when you come is the first thing we do is goal setting on steroids. Because how the heck do you get anything if you don't know what it is? You need to know what it is you want with clarity and you need to know why you want it. And so that's the first thing we do. And so, you know, back when I lost everything, that's what I had to do. I had to reassociate with what I wanted. And so let me just share that process. If you can't make my boot camp, let me just share that process real quick with you. Take a few minutes. So, and you should do this with your spouse and, and even with your kids. People spend more time planning a freaking birthday party than they do designing their lives. And so this is designing your life. And so sit down when you have an hour and you're uninterrupted, you're well hydrated, don't do it. You have to have a lot of energy for this. Don't do it right after a big meal and sit down and write down everything you could ever possibly want in life. All the stuff, the houses, the cars, the boats, the jet skis, the planes, all whatever it is that you want, write it down and don't limit yourself. You know, if you can imagine it, you can make it happen. And, you know, if you want a private island, a yacht, a jet, write it down because there's truly nothing you can't do, be, or have. I mean, look at people like Elon Musk, three or four, maybe billion dollar startups now. And so it's just a mindset thing. And so write down with the things that you want. 
And write, for example, write down how much cash flow you want from your investments, say in three years and in 10 years. Write down how much money you want in the bank and, you know, in case the, you know, what hits the fan fund in three years and 10 years. Um, write down also everything you want to do in this lifetime. So it's not just the stuff. That's why I call it on steroids because it's everything you want to do. It's your life plan. You know, the places you want to visit. Do you want to write a book? You know, I've got a friend climbing every mountain over 14,000 feet, stuff like that. I jumped out of a perfectly good airplane a few years ago. I'll never do that again. But that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about, that bucket list stuff. Write that down too. Also write down everything you want to learn this lifetime. You know, maybe you want to learn a foreign language or a skill set. I mean, if it's real estate, for God's sakes, come spend, you know, three days with me in Denver in July. But, but whatever that is, write that down too. Then lastly, write down who you want to help. We'll do more for others than we'll ever do for ourselves. And this is the fuel, guys. This is the fuel to get your butt up early, to stay up late, to work Saturdays, to grind for a few years like most people won't. So you can live the rest of your life like most people can't. And so, you know, take your time with this and really come up with everything you possibly can. Like I bought my parents a house when they were alive here on a canal in Florida. You know, my when my dad was alive, I bought them a a car, took them on cruises. You know, who do you want to do things for? Write that down. Once you can't think of another thing, there's only a couple more steps. You need to put a time limit on each goal. You need to put how many years you think it's going to take to achieve it. And so you'll put a one, a three, a five, even a 10 or a 20, realizing that as human beings, we will overestimate what we can do in a year and massively underestimate what we can do in five, 10 or 20 years. And I'll give you a couple of examples of this. Please know I'm not bragging because I, I just want to inspire you. So let me preframe these examples by saying that. So back when I was 18, I lived in Denver, but I knew I wanted to live on the beach. I visualized, and there's no beach in Denver, obviously. I visualized the palm trees and the surf and the sand and the waves. And 20 years later, I built this incredible $8 million, 10,000 square foot beach mansion that was unthinkable when I was 18. I owned the beach on one side. I had my boats on the backside. It was like called a Gulf to Bay. It was a, a slice through an island. And again, that was unthinkable when I was 18. So I just want to use that as an example to not limit yourself. And so pick your number one goal after you've put the time limit on each goal. I mean, that goal, when you get it, you're like, oh my God, I know I've arrived when I achieve that goal. Pick that goal, put it on a separate sheet of paper. By the way, let me mention, I did this on January 1st of this year. I do it every year on the 1st professionally with music. I have a guide you can download and it's on a page. If you go to rodslinks.com, R-O-D-S links.com, rods, plural, links, plural.com. At the bottom, you'll see my goal setting video as well as this uh, guide you can use. And I'm not going to try to sell you anything. Just go in there and watch it. Again, with your spouse, with your kids, it's very, very powerful, especially to do it with your spouse. You do it separately and then you compare notes to see how aligned you are, see if you're moving the same direction. So if you can't come to my boot camp, go there and get that. But for right now, you can do it with a separate sheet of paper as well. So put your number one goal on a separate sheet of paper. Pick your top three one-year goals, put those on a separate sheet of paper and leave some room in between them. And I'm going to tell you, at this point, you're ahead of 99.9% .9 of the people on the planet that'll do a New Year's resolution, you know, that's forgotten by February, okay? So, you know, celebrate that. But there's a couple more quick steps. The first thing is you need to write down under each one of those goals why it's an absolute must for you to achieve it, not a should. It has to happen. And you want to use emotionally charged words. Words are very powerful. Words like beautiful, incredible, amazing, abundant, things like that, because words will move you. And so you might say, so I can show my 
wife what a life of abundance looks like. So I can show my kids what it means to live a life of incredible success. So I can retire my amazing husband or whatever it is. And, you know, so we can have a complete freedom to do whatever we want, whenever we want, wherever we want, bring whoever we want, you know, whatever is going to juice you, write that down under each goal. Then take it one little step further, put some pain in there if you don't achieve the goal and make it freaking hurt. So I don't feel like a failure. So I don't fail my kids. So I don't fail my wife or husband, you know, um, so I don't live a life of regret. Why? Why do you put that in there? Because as human beings, we'll do more to avoid pain than gain pleasure. And you want to use this again. This is the fuel to make this happen for yourself. You know, many of us are in the comfort zone and the comfort zone is a warm place and nothing freaking grows there. Right. This is what propels you. You've got to create what Napoleon Hill in his book, Think and Grow Rich, calls a burning desire. you got to want it to push through the fear, to push through the limiting beliefs, and to get uncomfortable. Put some pain in there. You know, there was this nurse in Australia, Thomas. Um, her name is was Bronnie, and Bronnie Ware, and she was a hospice nurse. So she took care of patients when they were about to die, and she asked him a question. And the question was, do you have any regrets? She wrote a book about it. It's called The Five Regrets of Dying. You know what the number one regret was? Not living the life I could have lived, living someone else's life, not doing what I know I'm capable of. I can't think of anything worse than that. So if you're sitting out there afraid of failure, please listen to these examples I'm giving you. If you've lost more than 50 million, okay, then give me a call, make me feel better. But my point is we fail our way to success. So don't fear failure, fear freaking regret, okay? So once you're done with that, the last thing is get pictures of your goals. And let me give you some examples of this. I'll give you a couple of public examples first. Um, Jim Carrey, the actor, the comedian. When he was flat broke, he wrote himself a check for $10 million. And for those of you that are millennials, a check is something we used to use to pay for things. Now it's Zello and Venmo or whatever. Anyway, he used to go up by the Hollywood sign. He would visualize cashing that check, that $10 million check. And that's how much money he made for Dumb and Dumber. I'll give you a more recent example. Demi Lovato, the singer, when she was unknown 12 years ago, posted on social media, one day I'm going to sing the national anthem in the Super Bowl. One day. Not this last one, the one before. Go see who sang the national anthem. I'll give you some personal examples for me. And please, again, I'm not bragging here. This stuff doesn't even interest me anymore, but but it did at the time. And so first example is when I first got into real estate, I was a broker and I was going to sell other people houses, right? So I got a four-door car and I got this bone ugly Ford Granada, just a piece of crap, <laughs> bench seat in the front. And you know, what's interesting is uh, the guy t- that first taught me about mindset and psychology, I-, I dated his daughter and he had two Corvettes and let me drive one. And I was driving them like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I just was like enamored. And so I got a picture out of a magazine, this before the internet of a Corvette. And I put on the visor of my four-door bone ugly Granada within a year or two I had a Corvette, beautiful Corvette. A couple more examples. Again, Preframe. I'm not, I just, this stuff doesn't interest me anymore. And it, it probably won't interest you either, but it did me. So this is back when the TV show Magnum PI was out. Okay. Actor's name was Tom Selleck. And he drove this Ferrari 308. And it was the first time I'd ever seen an exotic car. And I'm like, oh my God. And I got a picture of that actual car out of a magazine. Again, pre internet. Put on the visor of my Corvette within a year or two, I had a Maserati look just like it. Last example, I'm the guy that always wanted a Lamborghini, okay? Just I had posters in my room growing up. And what's interesting is my son, when he was nine years old, collected models of exotic cars, and he had about 40. He had the Ferraris and the Porsches and the McLarens, and he had a model of the exact same color and style Lamborghini that I ended up getting. So he was visualizing it too, uh, which I wrecked. But anyway, so get pictures, put them around you. That's the first step. 
you know, and there, there's a few other steps that I can briefly mention that are really pivotal towards your success. If you'd like me, I can, you know, I don't know how much time we've got, but I can drill down on a couple more if you oh, like. Yeah. We, we've got plenty of time. So okay, good, good. Because I've got a full 45 minutes still. So, okay. So let's talk about this. So the first one is you really have to make a decision. Okay. Once you've, once you've figured out what it is you want, you got to make a decision. And the Latin root for the word decision means to cut off. If you're going to attack the island in battle, you're taking their ships home, you know, instead of uh, yours, you'll burn your ships and take theirs home. And that's a, that's an absolute decision. And once you make that decision, you're like a train on a track, okay? So we're not talking about a one foot in, one foot out, one toe in the water sort of thing. We are talking about it is freaking done once you make that decision. And so that's why you've got to make it. And then once, like I say, once you're you're committed, you're like that train on a track. If you're not committed, you'll get derailed. You get knocked off track. But with that 100% commitment and decision, uh, I'm sorry, with that decision comes 100% commitment and 100% responsibility. And the next piece is, You've got to take that first step. Now, you know, many of us, like I said, have fears and limiting beliefs and myself included. You know, when I when I immigrated to this country, I was six years old and my mom threw me into school. I didn't speak English and I found out what bullies were for the first time. So I got my butt kicked regularly. I hadn't learned how to fight back yet. And, you know, and then my mom. God bless her proud Dutch woman that she is, thought it'd be a great idea to send me to school in wooden shoes and those leather shorts the Germans wear for Oktoberfest. So I got another butt kicking, you know? And then the bullies would chase me home and she thought it'd be helpful to chase him off with a fly swatter. True story. Next day, you know, butt kicking again. And, you know, I came up with this belief system that I wasn't good enough. And in fact, I used to ask myself, how can I show them I'm good enough? Which, of course, presupposed that I wasn't. And a lot of people have these limiting belief systems. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm, I don't deserve this. I'm too young. I'm too old. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough time. Guys, there's a reason the acronym for belief systems is BS because 99.9% of them are BS. But what you've got to do, like I had to do, is you have to drag them out into the daylight and look at them with your adult rational mind and you'll recognize that they're. So when they come up, consciously think about them, look at them like I had to do. You know, I used to be afraid to raise my hand in class in case I'd get humiliated or embarrassed in class. Now I speak in front of thousands of people a year. I mean, I'm expected to have a thousand people at my boot camp in Denver. And, and so here's what I did is I pulled it out and I looked at it and I realized anybody that would reject me just doesn't know me. They don't know I have a big heart. I'm a gift from God like we all are. And if they reject me, it's their own crap. It has nothing to do with me. And I had to come to terms with that. So again, if you've got that, drag it out into the daylight, look at it with your adult rational mind. Can I just mention my boot camp real quick? Do you mind if I just yeah, bring it up? For it. Okay. For it. So, so I've got this book. If you have any interest in real estate, you may not. If you have an interest in multifamily real estate, it's the only live event I do a year. It's three days. It's not a sales pitch. It is three days of full-on training about every aspect of this business, picking a market, evaluating the market, building a team, finding deals, evaluating those deals, underwriting those deals, financing those deals, raising all the money you need for those deals, financing them, the syndication, the joint ventures, property management. And of course, if you know me, I spend time on mindset too. Like I said, the first thing we do is goal setting because you got to take action with what you learn. You know, my, my students, my coaching students now own somewhere between 60 and 70,000 units. And I've only been teaching what, four and a half years. So I'm really proud of that. In fact, I'm most proud of that next to my kids. And so, you know, it's because they take action because I push them across the finish line. And so if you can come, I'll get you a coach. You can come for $197 for three days of training without a big sales, it's kind of a no-brainer, honestly. What you do is you text ROD 
to 72345. Text my name, Rod, to 72345. You can go to rodindenver.com. But then remember the code RODFRIEND because the price will go up to upwards to about 700 bucks ultimately. And I don't know when this will air, but, but if you use the code RODFRIEND, you'll get the 197 price. And we've got a couple of cool bonuses since you're a friend of Thomas's here. You'll get my deal evaluator software so you can evaluate the deal properly with training videos and everything. And you'll get um, my document library, which gosh, I spent tens of thousands of dollars on that. So that alone is worth more than the price of the ticket. But again, you know, I'll have three panels every day with three or 4 billion represented by the panelist answering your questions. It'll be a credible networking opportunity because multifamily is really a team sport and you're going to want to align with people. And, and it's just a blast. I mean, you'll laugh, you'll cry. It's not your typical real estate boot camp. I can promise you that. In fact, if you come and you don't love it, I don't mean like it. I mean, freaking love it. I'll give you your money back. No questions asked. It's never happened. There's a first time for everything. We serve everybody. The only complaint we ever get was the food sucked or the room was too cold or something like that. So, you know, I know you'll like it. If you go to rodendenver.com, you'll go to the bottom and, or, you know, if you text that, you'll, you can see all the testimonials. There's hundreds of people that rave about it. But anyway, I'd love to see you there if you're interested. If not, no worries. But um, the next thing I want to mention is you've got to take that first step. You know, and and I know you have a lot of analytical people that listen to your show, Thomas, because it, it lends itself with the finance and the accounting and all that. And, you know, sometimes people that have that personality type, they're introverted, they're, they, you know, they may get caught up in analysis paralysis. And you've got to push through, guys. I'm going to tell you some of the most successful people in my coaching program and in this business are the analytical ones. But I've got to sometimes kick them across the line to get started and take that first step. You know, like Dr. Martin Luther King said, you take that first step in faith, the next step will be revealed. Lao Tzu said the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, but you got to take it. You can't check off every single box before you get started, which is the tendency that people have, you know, with that personality type. And I get it. And, you know, just remember this. You can drive all the way across the United States at night with your headlights only seeing 50, 60 feet in front of you, and you know you can make it. You know, you might have obstacles, but you know other people have done it before. It's the same way with this business and any business, frankly, okay? But you've got to take that first step and get started. And I see it with the law of the first deal as well with my students. You know, it might be six months, eight months. The first deal is the most stressful. It's the scariest. It's the most painful. Uh, they get their first deal. And then the next thing I know, they have four or five. I'm like, what thing just happened? You know, it's that first deal that's the scary one. It's the same way with taking that first step. The next thing I want to mention quickly is focus. If you listen to Thomas, I know you're a leader. And I have to tell you right now, more than ever, the world needs leaders. I mean, we won't get started about the current political environment and the fake news and all the crap that's out there right now. And you've got to stand guard at the door to your mind. You've got to bring in the good stuff and not bring in the bad stuff because whatever you bring in, whatever you focus on is going to get larger, positive or negative. I even find myself getting sucked in on social media, you know, to the negative stuff because they're trying to keep you on there with that inflammatory stuff. So be really careful of that. You know, if you don't listen to my podcast, even if you're not interested in multifamily, I do a clip every week called Own Your Power. Okay. And it's just about that. It's about owning your power. They're five minutes long at the most, you know, they're, they, I play music with them. They're very inspirational. I will juice you if you give me five minutes a week. Now my podcast is called lifetime Cash Flow through real estate investing. And again, if you go to rodslinks.com, the link there is there, but, but I hope you'll check it out. Uh, even if, again, if you're not interested in the real estate interviews that I do, I know you'll enjoy those. You give me a once a week, I'll juice you. I promise you. So um, that's there, but focus is so critical. And like, for example, I don't know if, about you, but sometimes I'll be watching a movie at home and I'll be scrolling through my social media on my phone. I'm like, that kills your focus. And 
you know, I only listen to two podcasts. I listen to Joe Rogan and I listen to Tim Ferriss for two sides of the political aisle. I try to keep my as much balance as I can. And Tim Ferriss's show, I don't know if I get excited about my 13 million downloads. I think he does that every week. But but anyway, he interviews the best of the best um, in their different walks of life. So he interviews the best actors, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jamie Foxx, Ed Norton, Hugh Jackman. I mean, just real icons. He interviewed uh, uh, best athletes in the world like Michael Phelps. Um, billionaires like Ray Dalio, CEOs of big companies. I mean, really top-notch people. And he deconstructs their success. And I started to hear a pattern. They all meditate. What does meditation enhance? Focus, right? The most successful people on the planet focus. And so, so it's just, you know, they have the best focus. They have the, the tightest focus. The next thing I want to mention, Thomas, is the importance of playing to your strengths, especially in my business, the multifamily business, because it's a team sport. And if you're trying to do the things you're not good at, it's pointless. Um, There's so many ways you can make money in multifamily and and contribute to a team. You can be the one that goes out there and builds the relationships and finds deals and relationships with brokers and investors and things like that. You could be the one that underwrites the deals, the analytical person, which I'm sure you've got a lot on your show here. That's a huge need. We just hired two of them for my team, uh, uh, from my coaching program, from my warrior program. The you know asset management, if you've got project management or other management experience, managing the asset after you buy it is another piece. So there's lots of places you can fit into this business, but you want to play to your strengths. Why? Because if you're playing to your strengths, you're going to love it, okay? And your strengths are your greatest assets. Don't try to maximize your weaknesses. Hire, align, or partner for your weaknesses, you know, because when you love what you do, you know, you're going to be playing in your strengths and you'll love it. And when you do, you're going to be passionate about it. And if you're passionate about it, people are going to want to work with you. They're going to want to be around you. I mean, hopefully you can feel a little of my passion. I love what I do. I love talking about this stuff. And, and again, you know, if you love it, you're going to be passionate. You'll be able to influence people to invest with you, sell with you, work with you, so on and so forth. So it's just so important. And, and you know, when you're in your passion, it breeds creativity and innovation and, um, you know, it minimizes or eliminates fear. It's just super powerful when you're playing in your passion. And honestly, you never work another day in your life either. The next thing I want to mention is peer group. You know, when I was losing everything in 2008 and nine, I was in a mastermind, Tony Robbins Platinum Partnership. And I was around people that were thriving in that crash. And they were like, $50 million, get up your big puss and just get back to it. Like, okay, you know, you want to be around people like that, right? You want to be around people that push you and validate you and motivate you and get you to take action. And so, you know, if I mean, you show me your two best friends, I'll show you who you are, both your health, your happiness, your, 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 and your, your finances for sure. Cause who you hang out with is who you become. And so, you know, you want to be around people that think what you think is hard is easy. You know, for example, I formed a multifamily boot, a mastermind myself. In fact, we're meeting next week in Houston. And uh, there's about 15, 14, 15 billion dollars in assets in that group. I think it's the largest group of its type. And I formed it because I want to be around people that think what I think is hard is easy, right? And you'll get around people that out of their fear or their own limiting beliefs, or even their jealousy or their fear of losing you or fear of feeling like they're less than because you succeed, they will hold you back. And sometimes it's family. And so I'll tell you, love your family, but choose your peers proactively. So many people will default to people they went to school with or work with. That's a mistake. You want to seek out people that want more. You know, like, I I don't know if I mentioned my warriors, my coaching students now own somewhere between 60 and 70,000 doors. I think I said that. 
Most of those deals were done between warriors. Okay. And they're, you know, like that Facebook group that, that we, they belong to every day. There's tons of posts, people validating each other, congratulating each other, so on and so forth. So, you know, get in a meetup group like that, or go to a real estate investor club meeting like that, get around people that want what you want. So they will push you, hold you up. And again, you know, if you're going to play tennis, do you want to play somebody that's better than you or worse than you? right? It's the same thing with, with this business. You want to be around people that know more than you so you can learn and grow and, and they want more out of life and they'll hold you accountable and push you. You know, I could keep going. I don't know if we're doing on time, but you know, the next thing I'll mention is, is you want to be tenacious. Okay. You don't want to give up. You know, you're going to have setbacks. You're going to get your nose bloodied. You got to have that staying power. And, you know, I've had been on the verge of bankruptcy a couple of times, and then I've had to innovate and pivot. And maybe, you know, you own a business or you work for a business that's going to get dinged in this upcoming recession. We're going to talk about that in a second. And we've got a recession coming. In fact, let's pivot into that in a second here. You know, it's coming. And to think otherwise is naive, okay? I was just mentioning to Thomas before we started, Jamie Dimon just said it's going to be a hurricane. The head of Fannie Mae says it's coming. The head of Bank of America said it's coming. These are much smarter and well-connected people than us, and they're convinced it's coming. I am too. And so, you know, the important thing when it happens is to be tenacious, and sometimes you have to innovate or pivot. I remember I had 800 people scheduled to come to my boot camp in Orlando early 2010, and we all know what happened with that. I was freaking out. And I immediately pivoted and took my uh, the, the event uh, virtual. I was one of the first ones to do that. And so, you know, maybe in what's coming up, you might need to innovate or pivot. So be proactive. Think about it in advance so that you don't get caught with your, uh, sorry about the expression, with your pants down. Because that that's what can happen if you're not proactive and recognize that it's coming. It's not something to fear. I will tell you this. Probably the, one of the greatest opportunities in our lifetime to buy real estate is coming. And, and in 2008 and I was hiding under a rock. So I missed out on that one. If I hadn't, I'd be on the back of my yacht right now. I'm not missing this one. And so if you have any interest in learning this business, do it right now, because if we're in the thick of it, it'll be too late. You need to build relationships and learn the business, know how to underwrite deals and all that stuff before it happens. But it's coming. So, I mean, we can go right into that conversation now if you want, Thomas. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely love the mindset stuff. Every time every time you're on the show, I have to go back, re-listen to it, re-review all Thanks, my brother. goals, redo everything. Always gets me jazzed up every single time. We are heading towards uh, what many believe to be hard economic times coming up ahead. What does that mean? Like what's going to happen or what, you know, what could happen? And then uh, what should people be doing to really prepare for that you know, at this point in time? Well, listen, it depends on, you know, if we're talking real estate specifically, you know, you need to make sure that your your mindset's right, number one, that you direct your focus, that you don't get caught up in all the crap that's going to be on the media. They'll say real estate's going to be dead for 10 years like they just did in 08 and 09. You know, just ignore that stuff, but pay attention to it in the fact that when it really gets ugly, that's when we're going to pounce. I mean, I'm in a ton of cash right now. I hate it because it's diminishing every freaking day. Thank you, this current administration. But But the point is, Cash is king in a, in a contraction. Now, it doesn't have to be your own cash. There's a ton of cash looking for deals, ton of cash looking for a safe home. So if you've built those relationships and you've pre-framed those relationships to say, you know, sorry about this metaphor, but when the blood's running in the streets, that's when we pounce, not to be afraid. If you pre-framed your investors with that, then you'll have access to cash. And so it does, again, it doesn't have to be your own cash, but there's a tremendous amount of money looking for a safe haven. You know, a bunch of people just got creamed in the stock market. We won't even talk about digital currency. I remember seeing a post on TikTok, guy lost $2 million. He was crying on TikTok. So the point is, it's coming. Now, there will be distressed 
real estate and multifamily real estate without question is the best asset class out there. I mean, within three years of the 0809 crash, rents exceeded 2006 levels. That's how fast it bounced back. I thought COVID was going to kill our business and it was a blip. You know, retail owners didn't get help. Uh, office owners didn't get help. Industrial uh, warehouse, um, you know, self-storage, they didn't get help from the government. Renters got help from the government. I mean, we got hundreds of thousands of dollars in rent relief from our tenants to help us with our assets. And people need a place to live. So, and there's a huge pent-up demand for housing as well. So, you know, real estate is going to, multifamily is going to be just fine. And so there will be discounted multifamily. There's a lot of deals getting done right now that are frankly scary. I'm seeing these things and, and I'm like, how are they paying that for them? These investors are going to either lose their money or they're definitely not going to get the returns that were promised. And so, you know, if you're an accredited investor, be very, very careful right now. Even if you're just a sophisticated, by the way, if you're accredited, we just got a 138 unit deal under contract in Hot Springs, Arkansas, Starbucks near it. I'm paying 54,000 a unit, okay, which is unheard of in this market. All right. So if you're interested, if you're accredited, text partner to 72345. Depending on when this air, it'll, it'll, it's only a $4 million raise. It'll be a quick, very, very quick raise. But the point is, you know, it's a very conservative deal. A 10% cash on cash, 15, 17% IRR is what we're projecting, which is really hard to find in this, in this market that we're in right now. But anyway, the point is there will be, and so it's people always ask me, should I wait to buy? Well, I'm buying right now, but, but, you know, we had to kiss probably 300 frogs to find that deal, but just, um, recognize that there will be exponential opportunities. And so, you know, again, if you can push past the fear and ignore the hype and just look for assets that cash flow or have the potential to really cash flow, jump on that stuff. Because, you know, I will tell you, if you listen to my podcast, I've interviewed some of the best operators in the world, uh, multifamily operators, and I started to hear a pattern. Most of them started in 9, 10, 11, and 12. That's a clue. Okay. That's what we call a clue, you know, because there were such great deals. And they, and of course, they look golden because they bought these deals at a discount, sold them, and their investors think they're, they're golden. But be careful there as well. They haven't gone through a crash. You know, they may not handle it well. So when you're, you know, evaluating a potential general partner, be very, very careful. You know, um, yeah, I lost my butt, but I didn't lose it because of multifamily. I was in 800 houses. That's what pulled me down. In fact, let me explain that real quick. So in 2008, nine, I had 800 houses and I had several apartment complexes. And it was, I had my houses were two hours north of me, two hours south of me, everywhere in between. And it was the houses that killed me. And people were like, yeah, you know, I get hate on social media. Yeah, you were over leveraged. No, I wasn't. I was at a 30% loan to value. I only owed 30 cents on the dollar and I still crashed and burned. Here's why. Most of those 800 houses were C-class houses. Now, you know, there's A, B, C, and D-class. D's the hood. Stay out of the hood. But C, you know, it's working class houses. They're older houses. It's a tougher demographic. They're harder on the houses. And so it's a lot of maintenance. Now, if I sent a maintenance guy to one of my apartment complexes, everything's the same. Plumbing parts, appliance parts, HVAC parts, roof, you know, I'm not rough, uh, windows, doors, everything's the same. So we can stockpile parts and they could be in and out in an hour. Well, if they had to go to one of my 800 houses, it might be an hour and a half away that one way they got to get there, see what's wrong, then go find a Home Depot or a Lowe's nearby. And that might be an hour round trip. And I don't know about you, Thomas, but anytime Rod tries to fix something, he ends up going to Home Depot more than once. And it's the same thing with maintenance guys. And so what took an hour at one of my Apartment complexes took all day at one of my 800 houses, and that really killed the cash flow. But then the kind of the coup de grace was I didn't really pay attention to demographics back then. I mean, if somebody had a good job and they had decent credit and they paid a deposit, I let them rent. 
Well, what I discovered later was I had a ton of people that were contractors, plumbers, electricians, drywallers, painters, roofers, which fell off a freaking cliff in 2009. They never worked. And so, you know, what's really crazy, Thomas, is my portfolio actually went upside down. I actually, it dropped more than 70% here in, in where I, along the Gulf Coast of Florida. Florida also has no state income tax. So property taxes were higher, which killed cash flow. Insurance, I had properties in wind and flood zones, higher insurance, which kills cash flow. So those were all the pieces that added up to this thing. But my multifamily did just fine. In fact, if I hadn't cross collateralized my multifamily with packages of houses, it would have been just fine. You know, I saved 50 basis points, half percent interest, you know, thinking I was brilliant. And I still have those apartments if that hadn't, if I hadn't done that. So anyway, that's coming again, guys. I, I pray it's not as bad as 08 and 09. Some people say it will be. Some people say it'll be a blip. We'll see. But I think there's going to be incredible opportunity. I believe that based on, because you know, a lot of people have used, you know, adjustable rate bridge debt. And if, you know, with interest rate, the, the Fed's saying they're going to raise the interest rate another five times. We were right on the edge of being under contract on a $44 million deal. Interest rate went up. We backed out. They dropped the price to 38. We still backed out. 38 million. We still backed out. And so prices are coming down already. So anyway, uh, you know, it's, it's coming. Uh, there will be opportunity for the people that are ready to jump on that opportunity. And, and again, if you're interested in learning this business, for God's sakes, come see me in Denver. Again, text ROD to 72345 and use that code ROD friend. I promise you'll be glad you came. Absolutely. When is that taking place? Because It's July 29th, 30th, and 31st in Denver. And Denver's United Hub, so it's nonstop from everywhere, you know, reasonable nonstops to Denver from everywhere. And I've got in the room block, the tickets, to, the rooms are like a hundred bucks a night or 120 or something like that. They're nothing. And so, you know, it's just really the time commitment. But if you, even if you want to invest passively, why would you give your hard-earned money to someone if you didn't know some basics about the business? And so I have a lot of passive investors come as well that just to get a basic understanding so they don't lose their hard-earned money because there's operators out there right now. You can make a pro forma, look any way you want. You know, this, Thomas. You know, you can play with the numbers and make something look fantastic. But if you don't know what to look for, big mistake. Like if somebody's, you know, calculating 10% rent increases for five years straight, you know, uh, BS, right? I mean, we know that's BS. And so you've got to be able to look for stuff like that. Look at what they project for vacancy. Have they increased the expenses? you know, and so on and so forth. And so these are all the things you learn at the boot camps. So even if you're going to invest passively, you should come. Yeah, and, then, and and this goes for anything. If you're going to invest in the stock market, have a basic, you know, do some classes, have a basic understanding of it um, so that you don't squander your hard-earned money. And, you know, like I said, there's a lot of aggressive operators out there right now. And this is the only deal we've bought in the last eight or nine months, this 138, this little 138 unit. We've looked at hundreds, Okay. And so, you know, just it's a time to be conservative right now. But there are deals. I mean, you know, people ask, are you buying, you know, should I buy right now? If you find the deal, yeah. If the numbers pencil out, of course. And it's a great time to learn. And again, it's going to take time to learn. So, you know, there's no time like right now to learn this business and be able to capitalize on it. Because like I said, there will be, there'll, there'll be bank-owned opportunities. They'll likely finance them. Okay. Banks can't hold on to assets. They need to get them off their balance sheet. And, you know, some of these operators that were around in nine and 10 got bank financed, you know, real estate owned for REO foreclosures, real estate owned by the bank foreclosures in multifamily. So, uh, you know, there'll be multifamily going into receivership, you know, that'll get sold. So again, there's going to be opportunity if you're ready for it. 
So Absolutely. So you heard it here right now. You need to learn the game. If you don't already know the game, you need to build connections. You need to go to Rod's event, uh, learn how to play the game. and or Go on YouTube, university, whatever. I don't care if you come learn from me, but learn right now if you're interested. Yeah. And you need to get cash. It could be your own cash, could be other people's cash, but you need connections if it's going to be other people's cash. And there's no better time to start now before the storm begins, right? So, Rod, any final words before we wrap up for today? No, no. You know, again, if you want a lot of free resources, I have them on that rodslinks.com. Okay. Uh, Rods, plural, links, plural.com, rodslinks.com. It's got, you know, access to my podcast and it's got a bunch of free books. It's got my best selling book uh, that you pay the shipping, seven bucks. You get that too. Or um, it's got that goal setting at the bottom that you, I'll guide you through if you want to do that. And I've got my bootcamp website. So it's all there. But Again, the boot camp is text ROD to 72345 and remember the code ROD friend. If you have any trouble, ding me on, uh, PM me on, or DM me on any social channel. I'm every single one of them. And I've got a team helping me. You'll get response within, within 12 hours max if you have any issues getting that 197 price and getting the bonuses. Uh, you know, like I said, it comes with the document library and the deal analyzer software, which is really powerful and helpful. And um, yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, I mean, like I said, it's drinking through a fire hose, though. It's not, I mean, bring your A game because I'll bring my A game and and it's three full days, full on, but it's a blast. You will laugh. You will cry. It's not like your typical event because, you know, I spend time on mindset. I want to make sure you actually do something once you leave and you'll be so freaking juiced. You'll be coming out of your skin. So. Awesome. Awesome. So we're going to drop the info for that in the show notes below for anybody who is listening. And before we wrap up for today, if you didn't already follow me on Twitter, Go ahead, follow me on Twitter. I am posting on how to reduce tax if you're real estate in real estate and how to build wealth. So that's at Thomas Costelli underscore on Twitter. And if you want to check out Rod's stuff, we're going to go ahead and drop that in the show notes. Rod, thanks again for coming to the show today. Always a pleasure. Good to see you, brother. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed the show, please find us on iTunes and leave us a review. You can also email us at contact at therealestatecpa.com with any feedback or topic suggestions. We are always taking on new clients, and with the new tax laws in play, you really don't want to navigate this alone. Let us help you save money on taxes and with your accounting and CFO needs. To become a client, navigate to our client page at therealestatecpa.com and fill out a web form with as much detail about your situation as possible. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great rest of your week.